Social Zoom Factor, episode 48. Driving results in business these days takes something special. It's a combination of the right info and the right energy. Pam Moore has both and is here to help you avoid the pitfalls and guide your business and life by leveraging and integrating social media, powerful branding, and digital marketing. Welcome to Social Zoom Factor. Now it's time to live life zoomed. Hey there, Zoomers, and welcome to Social Zoom Factor. This is your host, Pam Moore. Today, we are going to talk about something a little different. And today, I'm speaking specifically to realtors and folks who work in the real estate industry. So this could be people supporting the real estate industry. This could be title companies, insurance companies, and of course, anybody selling or helping people sell rent buy property. I will be sharing some personal experiences that I have had when looking for property myself. So this is coming firsthand from an internet savvy, social savvy, mobile savvy customer. And this modern customer that is connected, social savvy, has their mobile device within arm's reach 100% of the time, which is 90% of the people who own a smartphone, they have that device within arm's reach 100% of the time. They are looking at your site on a mobile device. They are looking for quick information. And I talk about this mobile and modern connected customer in episode 40, 41, and 42. So I encourage you to check out those three episodes. I share with you tons of stats and data that fully backs up why you cannot ignore this modern customer today. And when I was looking for a home a few years ago, we were considering moving from Tampa to Orlando. Our first agency, and I own a marketing agency called Marketing Nuts. And originally, our investor wanted us to move to Orlando. And so we were looking at some property in Orlando, and we needed a quick move. We basically needed to find a house within about two months. And given the fact that all you hear about from realtors is them complaining that they don't have enough customers, that the market is just dying up, that you know they cannot get enough leads, that type of thing. You would think that they would be leveraging the internet, leveraging blog sites, leveraging social media. And I know some are, but I'll tell you from our research, not enough are doing this as well as they could be. You would think we would be able to go do a Google search, maybe looking for a realtor, typing in the city or the area we're wanting to move into, and find a realtor who is blogging about that specific neighborhood, that specific area, to give us any information on the area we're looking to move into. You would also think that when you're looking for a home, that the blog site would be updated with current photos, with photos other than an ugly bathtub. But what we found was not even anything close to what I would call status quo good. Long story short, in 2011, we made the decision not to move to Orlando. A hundred percent of that was due to the fact that we could not find a realtor easily that could help us. And when we were out there searching for property, it was not easy to find what we needed. And yes, I know many of you will say, well, why didn't you call a realtor? Well, any realtor we knew 
did not know the area. We called a couple brokers and they were busy. They took a while to call us back. The service was absolutely terrible, both online and offline. Fast forward then to end of 2012. We then had sold that second agency. We were on to building our third agency, which is now called the Marketing Nut. And we made the decision that yes, we are absolutely going to move to Orlando. And we had high hopes thinking, okay, maybe the websites are going to be better this time. Maybe we can find a good realtor that knows the area we want to move to. But no, sorry, that's not what happened. What I'm going to do today, I'm going to share with you a little bit about the problems that we saw and why I don't think realtors are doing what they need to be doing today to serve their customers. Then second part of this podcast, I'm going to talk about what I would do if I were a social realtor with some very specific examples and projects that I would take on from day one. And then the third and last part of the podcast, I'm going to tell you how you can get there and how you can better serve this social savvy and modern customer. Ready? You got it? Let's go. Okay. What happened? So we hear the stories of all the broke realtors, and I have heard many state that they can't sell or rent their homes, that they are listing. I know that the economy stinks. I know that many neighborhoods have a surplus of foreclosures and the list of problems go on and on. However, there are still some people buying, renting homes and property. Okay, I know a ton of my friends right now. I know people who are looking for commercial businesses to buy in places like the Keys, Florida, and they're having the same problem. So it's not just limited to a domestic multifamily, single family home. This is issues that are, I think, across the board with real estate. So the question that I have is, are realtors really doing all that they could be doing to help sell the homes of their customers for which they're listing their homes? I personally think that the overall answer is absolutely not. And when we did the most recent search where we moved in 2013, this was late 2012, early 2013, we were looking and wound up moving to the Lake Nona area which is in outside of Orlando. We're just not too far away from the airport. It's an amazing community. And there's a medical city that's going in. I mean, there are billions of dollars that are being invested by Tavistock Group. So there are realtors that are flocking to this area. However, they are using old school practices and technology. And even some of the realtor listing sites, even like Zillow and some of the other sites out there that are listing the local realtors are not even mobile friendly. Most people, you think about it, when we are looking to move to a neighborhood, we are wanting to do research. So when I moved to the Lake Nona area, I wanted to know about the schools. I wanted to know about the restaurants. I wanted to know about the safety, the crime rates, those types of things. I wanted to know what was I moving into. And what I found during my search was that very few realtors if any, were really selling this Lake Nona area. So here it is this amazing community. I mean, this community has been listed all over Forbes, Fortune Magazine, you name it as the pinnacle city, this connected city. But yet when you go to a realtor site, why aren't they 
talking about it? Why aren't they linking at minimum to the resources that are out there for this Lake Nona area? Why aren't they linking to other restaurants and friends that they could have in the community to all be working together? Okay, they're just not even thinking, I don't think, to do those things. What I found during my search left so much to be desired. Let me tell you a few examples. Most of the realtor profile photos, so the picture of the realtor, looks like they were taken in the 1970s. They look so old and outdated. And oftentimes when you would finally meet with the realtor or find their photo on another site, you would see that that photo literally was about 20 or 30 years old, like almost looking like it was taken when they were in college or high school, but yet now they're a grandma or a great grandma. Okay. I don't even know if that's you. So how are you branding yourself if you're sharing a picture that is 30 years old, 35 years old? Yes, you may look tall. Yes, you may have been 30 pounds skinnier, but you know what? I'm going to buy from you and how you look, how you act, how you treat me today, not what you look like 25 years ago. So put a real photo up there of you and how you look today and how you are going to service me today. I encourage you to check out episode number five, where I talk about brand humanization in a nutshell. It's less than 10 minutes long. And episode 11 talks about why personal branding is a requirement, not an option in today's marketplace. Okay, back to the list of the things I saw. Next, only two sites when we were looking for houses in the Lake Nona area we're leveraging video. That's just absolutely terrible. 90% of the listings had no more than one photo. Come on, people. You're selling like a $400,000 plus house and you can only put one photo up. Many of the photos were blurry. Photos did not highlight the positive benefits of the house and they were so blurry or dark. They just looked like they were taken by a second grader writing a skateboard in the dark. Basic descriptions didn't exist on most of the listings. I mean, I couldn't even tell what the square footage was or what were the cool things about the house. Very few included any selling features, such as if the home has a sunroom, a den, a pool, a bonus room. No real call to action on most of the realtor and leasing sites that I found. So there was nothing for me to subscribe to, nothing for me to learn more. It was really hard even on most of the sites to find a contact form. When we did find a contact form, there were a ton of them that did not work. No content of real value for me, the audience and their prospective buyer. There just was no real value on most of these sites. Most of the sites had broken links. So even when I would click through to, it would say click here to go to the full listing, wouldn't work. Only one site included links to content about the actual community of Lake Nona that we could find at the time. And none of them were leveraging social media or even invited me in a way that was noticeable that, you know, popped out where I would notice it to join their social platform. I would say if I had to rate that even most recent experience, I would literally give it a D minus to an F. Okay, so come on, folks. This is not 1999. We need to be servicing this modern customer. We need to be servicing the people that have this mobile device in their hand. And you got to think about it. If I am looking for a home, I am not thinking what desktop laptop, what mobile device, what iPad, what iPhone, what Android is going to make this realtor website look the best. No, this modern customer that you have, they're not thinking what device can I use to make sure that the, all the junky realtor sites look the best on? No, they are going to grab whatever device they have handy, their little child 
Rugrat has not stolen like my kids. I have a 10 and a 14 year old now and they're always taking my iPad or who knows what it is. Chances are your target customer, realtors, is pulling up your website and your blog on a mobile device that they have handy. And if your website and your blog looks junky, guess what? They're going to go somewhere else. They're going to go to realtor.com. They're going to go to some of these generic sites. And you have an opportunity as a realtor in a specific area to be that go-to person. Why isn't a realtor in the Lake Nona area where I live the go-to person for real estate? Why do I have to jump from page to page, blog site to blog site, trying to find the right realtor for a house? Okay, I just don't understand this thinking and why the realtors are not thinking of servicing that customer and giving them the information that they need. So let's talk about some of the things that I would do if I were a realtor. And I can guarantee you, I would be one of the most social realtors that you know. Number one is I would become the most social savvy realtor within my sales area. And when someone thought of a realtor in my community, my goal would be that they would think of me. And I can guarantee you that within one to two years time, that would absolutely happen. So if I can do that, why couldn't you do that? Okay. So a lot of people have told me, a lot of my friends that are in real estate and they have said, Pam, if you became a realtor, you will be a force to be reckoned with. And I'll tell you, it is something we're thinking about going into later in life. I would love to flip homes, that type of thing. Number two, I would brand myself in a huge way. So I would come up with a theme for myself and my business, and I would rock it out in that local community. Maybe the most honest realtor on the planet. Maybe the one who shows you the huge spider web in the garage or the hole in the back of the closet. Or maybe my value proposition would be that I would be the most social savvy and fastest realtor in the area. So I would get your house listed as fast as I could with all of the social media bells and whistles within an X number of days. Okay. I would do something different. I would brand myself in a fun way, in an informative way, and I would make it be something that connected with my target audience, whoever that was. Number three, I would absolutely become the social realtor video queen. I would take a camera with me everywhere I went. And bottom line, when you thought of a realtor with a video camera in your hand, you would think of me. And I would become, which is number four, the traveling realtor reporter. I would give kudos to all of the local businesses that I visited. I would give them the opportunity to shine. I would post their videos on my YouTube channel and I would feed them to my blog. I would invite them to my Twitter page, my Facebook page, and my blog. I would then tag them on my social media pages. And I would not do that in a spammy way. I would do that in a helpful way. I would help them build an online presence by starting with a guest post on my blog, inviting them onto my podcast. You know, wherever my media platforms were, I I would build those media platforms and I would make that be a social platform that everybody else wanted to get on. And I would build a community by helping others achieve their goals. Number five, I would help others get social savvy. So by doing everything we've talked about, plus partnering with a local social media consultant, trainer, or agency, I would teach free or low-cost social media classes. I would ensure their first step was joining my social network communities, and I would scratch their back. I would show them the social love above selling my own stuff. The word of mouth from genuinely helping these people would far outreach my own word of mouth talking about myself. I guarantee it. Number six is I I would create a rockin' blog. 
the blog would include tons of photos and videos of the local community and the business leaders. It would include guest posts with food, entertainment, business reviews, and eventually it would grow into a community site or a portal and become that one-stop shop for community information. I would absolutely make my blog become the go-to source for that local community. All of the videos would feed from YouTube and photos would be loaded to Flickr and Pinterest and Instagram, you name it. Number seven is I would teach my clients how to get online and get social. So I would offer a one pager to show them where to start and how to best leverage the social platforms where their house is being marketed. I would teach them via recorded webinar, cheat sheets, podcasts, uh, you name it, of how to get on Facebook if they don't know. Basically, I would help them help me sell their home. Number eight, I would build a video testimonial database and I would film happy clients closing on their house, selling their house and moving into their house. And I know some realtors are doing this. I would come back in a couple months and then let them show off their savvy design or painting skills. And if the homeowner owns a business, I would let them talk about what they do and how they can help others. And I would bring them into my community and I would start by helping them get awareness within that local community. Number nine, is I would partner with other local and social savvy connected business and realty leaders. I would partner with designers, with moving companies, mortgage companies, title companies, welcome wagon organizations, and more. I would engage them on my blog, on YouTube, in podcasts, Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn, every social network that I was on. And I would partner with them to give away a free package once a quarter that included a small set of services from each one. Maybe I would include a free interior design consultation, a free meal at a local restaurant, discount on a haircut, and you know, whoever else I was partnering with, I would figure out a custom package at least once a quarter to engage and include them. Most partners will donate the giveaway for free given the value of my community network and social platforms. And we have done this personally. When we first launched our business, we were in the Tampa area and that's how we funded a lot of our giveaways at events when we were first starting out as I would go and get connected with the local businesses and say, hey, I'm going to do a giveaway. And there were a couple events. I had a $3,000 plus giveaway just with local products. And I'll tell you, it helped us so much in building that local brand, which then also helped us build that national brand. Number 10 is I would absolutely never accept status quo. And even though every single realtor in my area was marching to the beat of status quo, I would shoot for the stars and I would never look back. And I would take others on the ride with me. And I would make sure I never got too focused on myself. And I would always ensure that it was clear that I brought more to the table than just me. Because it really is about the power of community. And my goal would be to bring and highlight the rocking community and team members within my area. That in itself would absolutely set me above status quo of most realtors. So the key is to just focus on relationships and make sure you are building those relationships within the community and then leverage social, the power of social media and online marketing to just ignite those relationships. It's a completely different way to look at it than what I'm seeing so many realtors do today. 
they're just thinking, I need a blog, you know, I need a website, I need to, I know I need to get on Twitter. Why do you need to get on Twitter? And there's not a week that goes by that I don't meet a realtor somewhere that I'm at, whether it's at the gym or the grocery store or through church or in the neighborhood. And they always say, Pam, how can I get online? What do I need to do? You know, I know that I need to do Twitter or I know that I need to do Facebook. And as we meet and start to help them, we'll look at their website, we'll look at their blog, and we'll usually start with an audit. And then we'll put together a plan of how we can help them and what they need to do. And oftentimes, they just don't want to invest the time or the resource. You know, I'll wait to do the blog till next year, or I'll wait to do any content creation until next year or the year after. I just need to get on Twitter. Okay. There's no such thing as just getting on Twitter and leveraging your existing blog site that looks like junk and does not work on a mobile device. You're just going about it completely wrong. You need to understand who this modern mobile customer is and you need to figure out how you can serve them because your technology should be mobile friendly. You should have technology that services this customer. Your content needs to service the customer. The photos need to service the customer. You need to be about community and get yourself out of your real estate office and understand what's happening with this customer because your customer is changing. They are not the same that they were 10 years ago. They're not logging onto a desktop to look at your website and search in your antiquated system to find a property. They're doing a Google search and they're going to whatever site they land on. And if they happen to land on your site via their iPad or their mobile device and it gives them a poor user experience, you've just lost a customer. So let's talk about now how you can get there. Number one is you need to develop a plan and you need to accept that you are not going to be able to become the social savvy realtor maven overnight. It is going to take some learning, some time and some effort. So you need to take some time learning the social ecosystem, your audience and what others are doing. Then you need to develop a plan for success and integration is key and make sure that you are avoiding random acts of marketing. Set clear objectives and goals to measure your success. I encourage you to check out episode two, which gives you 10 ways that you can stomp random acts of marketing. And to go with that, you can also download a white paper at socialzoomfactor.com slash no rams. And that stands for random acts of marketing. Number two is go out and get yourself a new headshot. Okay, get rid of those old photos from the 70s or the 80s with your Leaf Garrett or that Farrah Fawcett big hair. Even though you look skinny, you need to get an up-to-date photo as I talked about earlier. Okay, number three, you need to know your audience. Who are they? What are they searching for? When are they searching for information? What type of device are they using to search for information? What information is going to help them make a decision and why? And I encourage you to check out episode four, which talks about how you need to know your audience and what you must know about your audience. You can also download an audience analysis worksheet, which will help you set goals and prioritize based on your audience needs. Just go to socialzoomfactor.com slash audience. Number four, you must sell the house. Yes, I said sell. Do not be afraid to sell. Tell me why I should come look at the home that you have for sale. Why should I do a double click to learn more? Why should I click through your website? If the first page 
just, I can't even see it. And I'll tell you, having a mobile friendly site does not mean that your entire website can be seen on my teeny little mobile device because I've actually had some realtors tell me that. Well, you can see my whole page on your mobile phone. I'm like, okay, if I can see your entire website, that means I cannot actually see it on my mobile phone. That means it's so teeny tiny that I'm having to scroll and, you know, make it bigger, make it smaller. That is not mobile friendly. Make sure you're building a mobile responsive site so you can actually sell the house because the only way you're going to be able to sell the house is if I can get to the information that is telling me about your house. Tell me why I should come look at the home that you have for sale. Why should I do the double click to learn about it and make it easy for me to be able to do that double click to learn more, make it easy for me to get to the videos, to get to the photos, your website and your blog needs to work and function on a mobile device. Number five is sell yourself. Tell me why I should hire you as my realtor. What makes you different than anybody else out there? When we were searching for homes, I didn't notice any site that encouraged me to take the next step in engaging with the realtor, the broker, or the team. Everything was just status quo. It's almost like they all get the same website and blog template from some of the technology providers within the industry, and I know some of them do this, and then they all just look the same. And the thing is, none of them are working. So tell me about yourself. Tell me about the house. Give me a reason to call you, to give you my email, to move toward that next step of making you my realtor. Okay. Number six is take good photos. I mean, seriously, people, your mobile device takes better photos than what I'm seeing on these websites recently. And I've been looking at some properties recently and it's the same thing. So it's the same thing that I saw three years ago, five years ago. Buy yourself a, a little portable camera if you need to, a video camera or a digital camera or, you know, pick up there is the Android Galaxy S4 Zoom. We have one of those and it works as a smartphone and it also takes amazing photos, you know, and we have the plan with uh, AT&T where we pay monthly on it and then we're able to trade that in every 12 months and get the newest device awesome program from AT&T if you happen to have them. But take photos that show off the house. Take photos that show me the great parts of the house, not just the smallest bathtub if it is a 3,500 square foot house. And I can't believe how many realtors are doing this. They'll have this big, beautiful home that's 3,500 square feet with a pool and, you know, beautiful yard, nice neighborhood. But yet the only photos they have on there are here's the little teeny bedroom, the guest bedroom, or here's the uh, bathtub, the teeny bathtub. And here is a big bonus room upstairs they don't even have pictures of or here's the beautiful kitchen they're not highlighting highlight the good features of the house take the photos that are going to help you sell your house not turn me away seven as i talked about earlier brand yourself spend some time on developing your own brand and if you don't know how to do this then hire an agency, hire a consultant who can help you because developing a consistent brand and message you can use across the multiple social networks and your web properties will bring exponential return on your investment. And I encourage you, if you're new to social, if you're new to Twitter, check out some of our resources on how to brand. And we are getting ready to launch a series of classes on this as well. And it will also include Twitter classes. So I encourage you to 
go subscribe for updates, you can just go to socialzoomfactor.com slash zoom my tweets and that will make sure you are some of the first notified to learn about those classes. But I encourage you to also download, we have a Twitter persona worksheet that will help you develop that online Twitter personal profile for yourself. And you can just go to socialzoomfactor.com slash Twitter persona. But you want to make sure that your brand is consistent, that it is relevant, that it is fun, and that it is something that your target audience is going to be able to connect with. Number eight, focus on standing out from the crowd. So I don't think this is going to be as hard as you may think, given how few realtors are actually doing this. So do a quick study of your competition and then determine ways that you can be unique. How can you better communicate with your readers and your website visitors? How can you more easily provide the information that they are seeking This isn't going to be that hard for most realtors, I'm telling you, because your competition is not doing this. So just figure out some quick ways that you can stand out from the crowd from day one. Number nine is at minimum, make sure you are setting up your Facebook page, your LinkedIn page, your Twitter page, your YouTube page, and your Instagram page, and probably Pinterest as well. Set these up. Add your social savvy profile photo, which you're going to get taken or retaken if you need to do that, and include a consistent brand and look and feel and leverage them to connect and communicate with your audience. And if you don't know how to do this, hire a consultancy or an agency to help you. And if you don't know the first thing about social media, then take some social media training courses online or in your local community to get your skills up to speed. I have a ton of resources within my podcast. I mean, this is episode 48. I have 47 episodes that talk about these things. And my blog is loaded with information. You can go to pammarketingnut.com. We also have our agency site at themarketingnutswithaz.com. And I host Get Real Chat every Tuesday evening at 9 p.m. Eastern time. And every week, hundreds of marketers come together and we talk about all of these things. We help one another Zoom our life and Zoom our business. And number 10, I just have to mention this, you must consider launching a mobile-friendly blog. It needs to be mobile responsive and something that will adapt and respond to whatever device your customer is using that's coming to your website or your blog. And what this means is if somebody's visiting your site with an iPhone, it's going to best adapt to that. If it's with an iPad, it's going to adapt to that. If it's with a laptop, it will adapt to that. So just make sure that your blog is providing you a way to connect with your audience, for you to humanize and personalize that brand. Include content on local communities you focus your sales on. Include tips on moving, design ideas, leverage your network, and invite guest bloggers to help provide the content. You don't need to create all the content yourself. Tap into the power of the OPC, which is other people's content and other people's community. Check out episode 44, and I talk in detail about how you can truly Zoom your business by tapping in to the power of the OPC. 
and just make sure that you are focused on leveraging relationships and building a community that people want to be part of. Build something that's bigger than you or me and what we can do individually, what the other businesses can do individually within your own neighborhood, within your own local area. Build something that people want to be a part of and focus on creating this content that is designed for this modern, social savvy, connected customer. Give it to them when, how, and where they want it. Because trust me, they want this information from you. You just need to step up and provide the information for them. So I hope this information has helped you today. I hope it's maybe taken you out of your box a little bit. And if you are a realtor, I hope that I've given you some new ideas, some new inspiration, maybe a new kick in the behind to get your act together, get that blog launched once and for all. And if you need some help with your blog, and you are wondering if your blog stinks or not, go check out my episode nine. And I talk specifically about why your blog sucks and how to fix it. So go check that out. Best of luck to you. I hope you can start utilizing these tactics and start zooming your business and zooming your life faster than you were before. That's a wrap. If you're ready to Zoom your business and Zoom your life, then don't let the end of this episode be the end of your journey. Visit socialzoomfactor.com slash Zoom for incredible free resources and guides. And be sure to join the Social Zoom Factor mailing list so you never miss an episode. We'll see you next time on Social Zoom Factor. Zoom Factor.